Genre. To Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 3, one 300th episode minute at a time. I'm Scott <gasps> Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And uh, joining us for this uh, special occasion from Lord of the Rings Minute, Cassandra Fredrickson and Norman. Welcome. Hi. Hi. I didn't know it was, I feel like we just stumbled into somebody's surprise birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 300th episode. So yeah, That's this awesome. is a, this is our 300th episode. Um uh an occasion that took us 3 seasons to get to and will probably take you about uh like not even out of the first act of Two Towers. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uh like not even a half hour in probably. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah, 300 <laughs> episodes. Congratulations. Congratulations, Scott. That's a lot of hard work and uh and dedication on your part. Well, congratulations to you as well. Uh, you were here too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Nick, Nick, instead of a co-host, Nick tends to treat himself like a guest every week. Um, I, I feel like one. I I, 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 I feel, I feel welcome. I feel privileged to be, to be here. It's crazy because I can, I can remember the three hundredth episode of The Simpsons very clearly. Hmm. Like I remember what are when, they up to now? Five hundred? Yeah, yeah. But I remember, I remember the press around the three hundredth episode. It was like a big deal because that was like their first, like, oh shit, we've really been on this like a long time, like move. Yeah, I remember that mm-hmm. too, actually. Mm-hmm. There's that yeah. awesome joke where uh, Homer's like doing something. I think it was like an extreme sports episode, and uh, Marge's like, mm, I hate it when your father does stuff. Like, how how many times has this happened? And then uh, Bart has like a clicker. And he clicks, and it's like it's three hundred, mom, and <laughs> and yeah. So that's that's so uh that's an impressive Marge impression. I'll be honest, and it was really I've good. Had a, I've had a lot of practice. I've watched a lot of things okay. in my life. Fair enough. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we're actually going to have an announcement at the end of this episode. We were saving it for the three hundredth episode. So. Uh, wait, you know, when we go into our normal, like spiel stuff at the end of the episode, don't stop because I know that's your instinct listeners. I know it. <laughs> I know it. I'm on to you. <laughs> um, and, uh, them more, and, Scott. <laughs> and keep, li- keep listening. Cause we do have an announcement at the end of the episode. So, um, but, uh, today on this 300th episode, we are going back to minute 76 of back to the future part three which starts with Doc making his way to the bar at the Palace Saloon and ends with Doc telling a stranger that Clara was one in a million, one in a billion, one in a Google p- <laughs> A Google A Google <laughs> Um so uh so yeah, uh my my fr- so this is Chester the barkeep. We met him earlier. Um, and I guess this is, this is how we find out what his name was. Cause we, we knew his name cause we looked it up, uh, in the earlier scene with Marty. Um, but, uh, this is, this is where we learn it because doc knows his name and, uh, he seems really friendly with Chester, uh, to the point where he has a usual, 
but we don't know what the usual is because yeah, he I says, love it. It, it, it's yeah. such an, it's such a great line. Yeah. Cause um, like he says, do you want the usual? He's like, no, I need something stronger. And he's like, Oh, Zasparilla. So whatever like, his usual is, is less strong than Zasparilla, which is essentially root beer. Yeah. Okay. My top three options as to what doc's usual is. Cause it can't be water. It can't because, be water. Because they don't serve water. Right. That's okay. in the trough outside. Okay. Yeah. My my top three choices are, in no particular order, uh, cranberry <laughs> juice. <laughs> okay. I like that as an option. Um, yeah. Although it seems weirdly fancy for, for a saloon to have. That's true. Uh, 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 this is mostly a departed reference. Uh, milk. Oh, fair enough. It, it could just be, a, it could just be a, a big old glass of, of milk. That's I would I would buy that, I think. Yeah. Wouldn't um, be cold though, which is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, like, but I mean that's that, the way it used to be. Milk just, just used to be delivered to your door warm. Eggs well, too. A, and this is still kind of the same. Is yeah. I don't if you're gonna go to a bar, Emmett. Like anything you order at a bar that isn't alcohol is going to be super grody, even by Western yeah. standards. Yeah, it's true. Um, I like the cut of this. I, I know, I know, this is not our first time seeing him, but uh, this bartender seems like he's a good soul. Mm-hmm. And in in the rough and tumble wild west, you you can see the the um the 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 traces of humanity that I think carry over to I th- I believe who this guy's descendants are, which is uh Lou and uh the Ayatollah. Ayatollah. <laughs> I don't. I I, I I I couldn't remember who ran the who ran the the diner in the in the in 2015. Yeah, I don't think anybody did. I think it was just run by like artificial Robot. intelligence. Oh, well, that's sad. Sure. Yeah, it was all automated. <laughs> wow. So they it was, thought it was they, programmed they, by this guy's descendants. Yeah. So they weren't. Go. Back in the Future wasn't too far off with the death of the middle class in America, but they were <laughs> a little bit a little bit too hasty with how bad how quickly things would go. Well, but but to be fair, I think I think we could run something fully automated. Like maybe not the cooking part. Like I bet there was actual like cooks in the back of that diner. Yeah. But like the ordering and everything. I, we get the job done. Right. <laughs> I think all of that could have been could be fully automated. But you know, we have a we as Americans have like a phobia of of uh, being replaced by robots. Um, yeah, and rightly so. I mean, right. Yeah. Uh, People want to work. That's the, that's the problem. Um, And then, um, but yeah, what also is weird is um, every time I go, we don't need to be having this conversation, but um, when I always think it's funny when in the, in the, in, in movies in the future, think that people won't care about stuff looking nice Mm -hmm. in like their design, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Cause like the the fifties diner, I mean the yeah the nostalgia eighties diner was like so jarring and oppressive that I'm like I don't yeah. know if anyone would ever enjoy eating there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what 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 what's your third one? You said you had three cranberry juice, milk, um, which which on its own is just the most disgusting cocktail I think I've ever yeah. heard yeah. of. Cranberry um, juice and milk, <laughs> shot shot glasses of scorpion poison. <laughs> I think that's the winner. I'm pretty yeah, sure. That he just shot glasses of scorpion poison. I tried to develop an immunity. Uh, uh, what's what's the uh, um, oh uh, I I'm I'm guessing Burger King iced tea. That's my that's my guess. Burger. 
Yeah, we do know that he has a fondness for maybe that's why he developed the freezer is so he can stop being humiliated every time he goes to the bar and orders iced tea. Yeah. That's true. Um, what if he just gets of. like hot tea? Because they have like they have coffee. Yeah, they have coffee. That's right. true. Oh, that's true. Maybe he just orders coffee. Although, maybe. Although to me, in my mind, coffee is stronger than 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 than, than sarsaparilla. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah, really thinking, crappy I'm, coffee. <laughs> I, I'm thinking milk. That's that's. I think I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. I think you know, it's milk. I don't know how you and I have never talked about this before, but is, do you think Doc is a tea man or a coffee man? He seems to me like you have to be a coffee man. Mm. Like like growing up in in F, in uh, in Roosevelt's America, you know. He doesn't yeah. seem like that. he seems like a dude that like ah oh, coffee. Nectar well, he's so the- wound up. Yeah, that's true. He's so round up. He doesn't seem like a tea dude. Yeah, I bet Doc is totally the guy, the first adult that let Marty drink coffee. Well, <laughs> probably, but I, but I bet I bet he loads it up with sugar though, like yeah. tea or coffee. Yeah, that's what I do. I put I put like upwards of two or three sugars in my coffee. I bet I bet Doc drinks very little water. I oh, bet he like drinks a- tea, iced tea. Or coffee. That's just and that's it. You got to drink a lot of water, Scott. And I mean, and milk. I mean, doc. probably milk. Milk. Well, there's his his argument would be there's there's water in tea. It's fine. There's water in tea. There's water in whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's a detail so, that I I I, I do want to go over because it's it's important. I mean, it's easy to gloss over, but in the shot of uh the of Doc uh, being uh you know tenderly talked to by the bartender. We can see a smooth, tiny bartender page, potentially the bartender's son, um, on the far end of the shot, uh, like wiping some glasses. And mm-hmm. that little detail is really interesting to me because he looks really young. He looks like a teenager. Oh, the yeah, the guy in the background. I think that's that's Chester's son. Yeah. What what a cool little detail that like. It's it's such like a cantina move. Like we're never gonna know that. We're never gonna like. But it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. His son, his son cleans the glasses. Yeah. How long? How long do you think uh, Chester's shift at the saloon is? Like it just because he's always there. Oh, we uh, we talked about this last week. The the uh, Western Saloon has no discernible opening or closing time. Right. Yeah, because he so, owns it, right? So yeah. he just shows up and opens it, and then he closes mm-hmm. it when everyone leaves. And maybe he lives there. Maybe there's an apartment yeah. above. Well, there's definitely rooms up above. I mean, because we can see all of the prostitutes. Yeah. It's a classic um, Luke's Diner situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's weirdly laid out like Luke's Diner, actually. Yeah, and that's and, and that's his Jess. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got to take amazing. care of the boy. He's 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 causing trouble, and he's. <laughs> Chester tell, would definitely hate cell phones. Had a town meeting sure. about about him, causing all kinds of mischief. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, I like we get a reference um, to some event on the Fourth of July. Yeah, I want to know. What I yes. want to know what happened. <laughs> Maybe well, he just. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I don't Scott? know. Ba- based on based on what happened. What happens later in this week? Uh, I, I mean, I I don't I don't I I assume that he just like like just took out a whole like table of like party favors or like landed in the fireworks or, or something like a cake like he just lands in a cake yeah like the celebratory cake 
Mm-hmm. Right. And they're just like, oh, damn it. You ruined everything, you or he, jerk. Like, or he started singing like Doobie Brothers songs and everyone thought he was speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Fourth of Ju- The event on 4th of July. So then the bartender's like. This whiskey looks bad. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks like same- dyed water. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably what it is. Uh, <laughs> so, so, um, this is always, uh, th- this is a really, it, it, I mean, I, I know the scene is played for laughs, but like that coming from a, a guy that like went to con- like, like, I don't know, been around keep people handling alcohol for the first time. That's always a super uncomfortable place to be when someone's like, I need a lot of alcohol to, right now because I'm sad. And and then the bartender's like, this won't help, but it's my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what can I do? Because <laughs> he looks, I mean, he looks broken when mm-hmm. he's like, leave the bottle. <laughs> leave the bottle. Oh, man. You know what this reminds I, I me think, of is I, uh, your favorite gift in the world of uh, of Superman. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, I, I think it's cute that Doc uh, Doc thinks he's going to get through more than one shot in this bottle. Yeah, like it's a dramatic gesture, but like, yeah. come on. Leave the bottle for who? <laughs> I'm just going to pick it up later. <laughs> if you don't knock it on the floor first, you jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filthy animal. Yeah. Uh, so then this uh, this stranger... With a with a pointer that uh, as you, no, you no. take a closer look and it's a piece of barbed wire because he's a barbed wire salesman. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but uh, so it's like a sample, but yeah, it looks like a pointer, as if he's uh, he's some sort of, I don't know, professor or something. Yeah, with like one a, of with, those like, like just, telescoping things, and he's gonna point something on the board. Yeah, yeah, but he's super hardcore, so yeah. it's made of barbed wire because he's a badass. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna learn. Disease. <laughs> we gonna learn. He just, he just rubs it against the uh, the chalkboard. Ugh. Uh, no. Uh, no, that's it's the worst fun. kind of discipline device. A little thing of barbed wire. Whoa, Satan! Yeah. What the hell? I mean, this is the old west. <laughs> Capital punishment. That's the thing. That's true. <laughs> it's very true. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I just, I, I really, I really like this scene. I like how lively everything is, uh, especially, especially in juxtaposition with doc, mm-hmm. um, who's usually the most lively <laughs> being in any frame of this movie. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I just, I really like his sort of, uh, I mean, you know, I'm hesitant to call it a friendship, but, you know, for, they're friendly. His, his relationship, uh, his camaraderie. Yeah. Right. With Chester. I it's really like, like it. Like, I like that they seem to have, like, built some sort of relationship over the past few yeah. months. Well, you know, in a in a town of the Wild West, I'm sure a man of Doc's integrity is, is welcome in Hill Valley. Yeah. Like, he seems like a respected dude for someone that really hasn't been here that long. Well, I mean, right. everybody loves the blacksmith. Yeah. That's true. That was my favorite. That was my favorite character in Gilmore Girls. Was that big shirtless Russian guy that was like the town blacksmith? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! 
Um, yeah, so uh, Clara's one in a Googleplex. Do we want to talk about what a Googleplex is today or tomorrow? Because he finishes the word tomorrow. Uh, yeah, but you he get he says Lex tomorrow. That's uh, <laughs> so. I think well, we can talk about it today. Well, uh, put on your thinking hats, kids. Uh, so this oh, is here we go. So you can't say that this podcast doesn't learn you anything. Um, a Googleplex <laughs> spelt G O O G O L Plex. Uh, if you spell it the way that you want to spell it, it'll take you to the uh, the Google headquarters, and uh, Tom Hanks will be there <laughs> with like a drone. Um, and uh, a Googleplex is uh, the number 10 to the 10th to the 100th with written out in order in ordinary decimal notation it is a 1 followed by 10 to the 100th zeros Uh, so yeah that's a lot Mm -hmm. and it makes sense because he's thinking fourth dimensionally even in his heartbreak yeah, because, you know, it's not just about like one in a million or one in a billion or like he's not saying it's one in she's not one in, you know, however many people are on the planet Earth at any given time. Right. He's talking about everyone who has ever lived and died on the planet Earth in forever every, in every possible timeline. He's right. A drama queen. Yeah, he really he's is. Super dramatic. <laughs> well, he's so yeah. sweet. I love I love Doc Brown in this movie. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, he just loves her so much. After like what, 24 hours? 36 well, hours? It's his we've, first girlfriend. We we put we we've devoted a a lot of a lot of thought and energy into explaining why he's so uh thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Well, he can't get any ice water. Ha ha. Hey. Speaking of uh, thirsty, I, I, I'm still I'm obsessed with how terrible this whiskey looks. It it that that whiskey was not left in the barrel long enough. Like that just looks like I like they they yeah. they they put some like mud into like a or like put like tea leaves in a in a batch of moonshine or something and was like, here you go. Done. <laughs> Whatever the it opposite of bad. a whatever the opposite of a it, yeah it, it it looks like it's not even done. No, because it's not even brown. Bad. It's like it it looks like sun tea. It looks red. Yeah, yeah. it's not good. Oh boy, don't drink that, Doc. Come on, don't drink no, that, Doc. No wonder. No wonder what happens later happens. We don't see. <laughs> no. We don't see any liquid in this movie that looks drinkable. It's well, yeah. true. Well, I see. Uh, Doc's iced tea didn't look so bad. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. It looked all right. I mean, it looked like iced tea at least. Uh, like the way Marty examines that first cup of water he's given. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's most most things are revolting and not not edible at all in this world. It was the West. Yeah. It's uh, everything was terrible. Um, so I've got notes about the about this uh, barbed wire peddler, but we'll we'll save that for next minute. Um, you guys have any other thoughts or feelings about uh, about no. uh, Doc Brown? Do you, do you guys, uh, Cass and Norman, do you guys have any thoughts on what his regular drink is? I think it's either like tea or milk. Yeah, like something mm-hmm. really, really, really much. I lean toward I, I lean toward milk. I think milk's a good call. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably looking for something to to keep his immune system up since now he's in the old west and he's a man of science. Oh, oh that's true. true. 
Although that milk would not be pasteurized. No. It's not necessarily a bad thing if the cow's healthy. Ugh. But, you know, raw milk tastes disgusting. Human beings shouldn't drink milk. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's our Sorry. official that's our official stance on that. That's my <laughs> official stance. <laughs> um so anyway, uh so yeah, so that's uh that wraps up minute 76. Um and being that this is our 300th episode, uh we get this question a lot and uh I think it's about time we answered it. What do you think, Nick? We're adopting <laughs> yes, we're talking. We announced our we announced our imminent marriage uh, a couple of weeks ago, and, uh, and now we are adopting. Um, well, congratulations! Yeah, everyone sure you'll make I knew it. Everyone, please uh, uh, welcome to the newest member of the family, Dean Cundy uh, Corelli Jimenez. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, oh man! All right, so um, so yeah, so we are we are wrapping up uh, Back to the Future three, and you know, with wrapping up Back to the Future three, there's no more Back to the Future movies to talk about, uh, which means that this show is ending. We have uh, a tentative plan for a series finale that will happen um, at the end of August, like early September ish. Somewhere around there where we're going to cover Back to the Future of the Ride with some special guests. Um, but, uh, you know, after that, this show ends. It's over. We're done. It's through. Um, Sad. Because we're not going to we're not going to cover the animated series and uh, we're not going to cover like the video game one minute at a time. If you want to hear our coverage of the video game, uh, go subscribe to No Roads Edition um, on our Patreon. But uh yeah, we're going to be done with this show. And so we get the question a lot, like, what are we planning on doing next? And uh, I don't know. Nick and I, we talked a lot about it, like a lot, like starting with like, I think we started talking about it, like when we were recording Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. We were we were talking about like what we were going to do next. And because uh, we really like doing this format. So we want to keep going. And I think it came down to three options, I think, is what we were in final talks about. Um, and then finally, we were thinking about like, it's weird because I think our artwork has really pushed it over the edge um, it, because it's like there's two of us and this is a show about like two two friends watching a movie about two friends. Um, and so we sort of like wanted to like keep that, that sort of theme alive. So, uh, you know, my favorite movie is back to the future and that's why we did this trilogy, but now we're going to do my favorite trilogy of all time, which is Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy, uh, starting with, uh, so we're going to do Cornetto minute starting with Shaun of the dead in October. Yeah. Justin will be nice. just in time for Halloween. Nice. Yeah, just in time for Halloween. Um, so we're going to be doing Cornetto Minute. Uh, we're going to do Shaun of the Dead and then Hot Fuzz and then The World's End. And uh, well, I don't, I've no, after that, I have no idea. So you guys all need to just chill out. But um, <laughs> but we're going to do those. And uh, it'll be good because, you know, we're we're Doc and Marty on the cover, the art cover of all of this. And then on that, we're going to be Simon Pegg and Nick Frost on, the, on each of the covers. So, like, it, it all works out. Um, and, so uh, you can question. already follow us on Twitter. Yeah. 
at uh, Cornetto Minute, and you can see our one and only tweet <laughs> back from May of 2016, I think, when I first got the Twitter handle because we decided on Cornetto Minute, and uh, it's it's just been up there since then. So, uh, <laughs> so go 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 check that out, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing after that. Scott, but what are what are your feelings on? Is yeah. When are you sleeping? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yes. I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> Nick, what are your what are your thoughts on on all of this? <clears throat> I just have one question. Uh huh. We have a rule in this podcast. We can only say words, curse <laughs> words, if they say it in the movie, right? <laughs> Does that rule apply going forward into Cornetto Minute? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because you can't you can't quote the movie without using uh, some choice four letter words. So uh, yeah, uh, the next yeah. the new show probably won't be safe for work if that's a thing that you're worried about. So uh, um, it sounds like we're going Logan on this. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a it's a necessity. Like it's not necessary to curse. On well, Back to the Future Minute. It's actually a legitimate ne- necessity on Cornetto Minute. Yes. Yeah. So, so. going going forward. But yeah, I'm mm. really excited. I mean, uh, this sounds it sounds weird to say, but like um, uh, the g- going f- the Cornetto trilogy is probably. I don't think I'm over exaggerating when I say it's like Star Wars. Lord of the Rings, and then these these trilogy, this trilogy of films that are responsible. Mm-hmm. I think if you take those three franchises, those three sagas, that's kind of how like you get a rough draft of like my personal film education. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it feels really good. I feel like these movies are more. I feel like the Cornetto trilogy is such an important part of like you and I's journey as like writers and 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 filmmakers that Mm -hmm. it's going to be i think i think it's going to lead to some really interesting uh discussion and 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 stuff and it's cool because like i feel like um i almost feel like now we're kind of entering more into like mutually uh mutually uh i don't know I, i feel like we're much like sean and ed i feel like you and i are going into this much more uh on equal heading. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like with back to the future, I was kind of like, yeah, we, 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 we've talked about it where it's kind of like a Peabody Sherman, like relation dynamic. Right. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> um, I mean the, the thing too, that's going to be hard with Cornetto minute and I'm, I'm excited about it is that it's going to be much more research intensive because with back to the future, you know, uh, we bring up a lot of things, but then other times, like I just choose not to bring up certain things because I just figure, well, I mean, there's lots of books out there. Like you could just read those. Like I would hope that you're not listening to back to the future minute in hopes of like, you know, learning a bunch of stuff you didn't know about back to the future. I I would hope that you're doing it because you like us. Um, Whereas like Cornetto minute, there aren't any books about the Cornetto trilogy. So we're kind of writing the book while yeah, we're going like through the, the, the trilogy. There is, like there, there is no big, big $40 Shaun of the Dead coffee table book with 
right. all of the interviews and stuff. So yeah, it's like it's, it's we're almost like we're like those medieval um, monks <laughs> that were like there was there was no there was no printing press, so like we had to transcribe the, the knowledge ourselves. So what you're saying, right. Nick, is that the podcast is the modern equivalent of an illustrated manuscript. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you can say. No, I was gonna say it was. I, I was gonna. I was gonna compare it to like we're making like the King James Bible or like the Book of Kells. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on the on the on the quote on Cornetto Minute on our iTunes page <laughs> for creating a sort of King James Bible or Book of Kells. <laughs> yeah, co-host Nicomas. <laughs> I think that'll be set people's expectations oh just God. right on, I think. <laughs> uh yeah, so you know, uh it's it's my favorite trilogy of all time. I I I don't know where Nick ranks it, but uh it's it's I know it's definitely up there. It's the thing that we talk about. We talk about Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg's films like all the time as far as like yeah. drawing inspiration from them and all of that. Um to you it know. just to it to it to them just affecting our day to day language with each other, I think. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so I definitely. I mean, I I mean definitely... Nick's, Nick's Nick's whole Nick's whole attitude and 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 everything with Back to the Future minute just in general has basically been like Ed in Shaun of the Dead <laughs> saying, "I'll do it on the night." Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll do it on the night. Yeah, so it, it just it just keeps yeah it just feels really perfect <laughs> yeah and um yeah yeah I I'm 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 really really excited I pro I know mm-hmm. I've seen the Cornetto trilogy more than the Back to the Future trilogy mm-hmm. um yeah I I I I think they're about equal for me. Um, yeah. especially since doing this podcast, but, oh, well, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I, I just, um, I'm excited. It's going to be a different kind of show. Like I think, cause there's not as much like world building to explore, mm-hmm. yeah. um, in those. So I think it's going to have sort of like a different goal and Nick and I will have to find that as we start going through it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of firsthand research. We're going to really try to break those movies down from like a filmmaking standpoint and from a script writing and storytelling standpoint. And, uh, I think, you know, we're really excited about it and, uh, hopefully you will, uh, keep on with us on that journey. And, uh, hopefully you like those movies and, uh, we'll keep listening. So there you go. It'll be a different feed. It won't be this one. So you have to subscribe to a new show. Sorry guys. Yeah. God. I mean, I think it would be weird to just like turn this feed into the Cornetto feed. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so yeah. So follow us on Twitter and everything. It'll be premiering, uh, the first Monday in October. Uh, so be on the lookout for that and, uh, be on the lookout obviously for the rest of this show, you know, starting tomorrow and, uh, as well as, um, the series finale in, uh, August or so, which we may have, other news involving our series finale at a later date when I get more details about it. But uh, it's highly, highly possible that that might actually be a live thing that you can attend if you so choose. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, All right. I think that's it. Happy Monday.
And happy 300 episodes. Yeah, yeah 300 episodes. It's awesome. Yeah. We did. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Um, you guys will get to celebrate like five 500 episodes. Ah, um, uh, man. Uh, we, oh. might get, we might get to... We no. might get to seven. No. <laughs> might <get> really? <laughs> Maybe. If Two. we do if we do Hobbit. Well no. Oh, if you do Hobbit roughly... if you do Hobbit, you'll get to a thousand. That's true. There's there's pretty close to twelve hours of the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition. And twelve hours is seven hundred and twenty minutes. Oof. Oh boy. So we Good might golly. get to seven hundred. We haven't done the math on the next two movies yet. You're gonna finish Cornetto by the time we're done with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably true. <laughs> Good God. All right. Well, uh, we will talk to you tomorrow uh, with Minute 77.